Thanks for listening to the Dakota Town Hall Podcast, a political podcast focusing on Western South Dakota. Brought to you by the Home Slice Media Group and Elevate Rapid City. School board questions. Please introduce yourself and tell us what you are running for. Hi, my name is Clay Colomb. I am running for Rapid City Area Schools Board for Area 5. Should the schools in the fall operate as normal or should they operate under special considerations? I don't think there's enough information yet to determine exactly how we're going to operate. So we will need to formulate several different options on how we are going to operate the school year. One, obviously, business as usual. Hopefully that's where we're at. Um, You know, looking at the news, not sure that's going to be the case. Um, So second, we have to be able to have a plan for a delayed start and possibly um, staggered schedules for children. Some kids may go to school three days a week, two days a week, something like that. And also, I think we we have to have a plan if another outbreak or flare-up happens. So we need to be able to, one, have our teachers available to or prepared, rather, to um, educate remotely as they have done the last part of of this school year. So as more data comes in, we will have to keep evaluating it, but we have to be prepared for multiple different situations. Should the school board modify the calendar for the 2021 school year? Again, we need to look at all the data coming in and be prepared for different situations as they come up. I think we have a calendar that the the normal calendar that was already prepared. And then we also need to have, um, you know, what it's going to look like if we have to suspend school and do remote learning. So again, we have to have our teachers prepared to the best of their ability to do the remote learning. There'll be, you know, a lot of um, lessons learned from what we've had to do for the last two months. We need to take that in consideration and we're going to have to be flexible. Um, you know, hopefully things can run as smoothly as, as possible with no interruptions, but we have to be prepared for anything. The school system offered some tours of the facilities. Did I take one of those? I did uh, visit South and Wilson schools quite often throughout the last school year. Um, my ch- I do have a child in each one of those schools, and I did see the need for the, f- for the facilities. The average age of facilities in the school district is around 50 years old. So we need to come up with a plan to not only you know, replace facilities that need to be um, fit replaced immediately, but also to you know, ensure to get that average age of the facilities down. You know, we aren't going to be able to do all the facilities at once, so we're going to have to, you know, make improvements where we can and have a reasonable, efficient way to start constructing new facilities that take into account not only the projected growth of the area, but also the new needs that we're going to have due to uh, COVID-19 and potentially other virus outbreaks. You know, what does that mean? Is it going to be smaller class sizes, distant learning? Um, Again, we're going to have to, you know, study the data as it comes in, analyze it and see what's the best option for the safety of our students and our staff and our community. If a school were to become uninhabitable, what would the plan be? Um, again, this goes back into planning on our facilities. Um, we need to address the one, the facilities that need to be replaced um, in short order. Um, it can't be done overnight, obviously. So what is our plan going to look like? We have to 
you know, look at the available facilities and see what places can be made to do that. Is that a combination of moving students to different schools, um, uh, staggering classroom time, uh, and, and distance learning? I think it would probably be a combination of all three. Um, but again, one of my top priorities will be to address the facilities situation to improve them for our staff, students, and community. How do I feel about having schools as polling locations? I think this can be a great idea. Um, it's one, the familiarity for people to know where to go to vote. Sometimes that is an issue because there are you know, these changes, they're not in the schools. It's a location that our community members will know to go to. Um, and you know, I think we, it, having more options to vote is great. More accessibility for everybody to vote is great. You know, we just have to make sure that we have you know, the, the staff and the resources available to handle all of this. But I think that can be a great idea. Um, I guess we'll also you know, have to continue to look at absentee ballots and voting by mail. There's a disparity between Native American and non-Native American test scores. How would I address this? Um, we have to start by looking at what is the root cause of this. And finding that root cause is we need to reach out to the Native American community and see, you know, what, are they, what do they see as issues that are causing this? Is it, uh, you know, teaching style? Is it... You know, what is it? That's, um, I am an enrolled member of the Rosebud Sioux Tribe. We need, you know, living, growing up on the reservation, there was a lot of people that came in from the outside, you know, showing us ways to do it. One of the, or ways to improve. One thing, you know, most important thing is getting the input of the people affected. What do they see as problems? What do they see as solutions? And coming up with those solutions together. There isn't going to be one magic wand that fixes all of these issues. We need to work together, build trust between the Native and non-Native communities, and you know, look to improve test scores for not only the Native students, but all students as well. I think there can be, you know, coming together, we can find solutions that will increase uh, academic performance for all, for all children. What are one or two priorities that I hope to accomplish during uh, my time on the school board? One is the facilities, um, you know, the safety and soundness of the staff and the students has got to be the top priority. You know, it, creating the best possible learning environment for our students um, and kind of one, one A and one B of that is making sure our teachers have all the tools they needed to be the best they can be. I would like Rapid City Area School District to be a preferred destination for the best teachers in the state and the country. We have such a great community with the Black Hills, you know, bringing in the best teachers and making sure they have the development opportunities to grow and expand their career will do nothing but improve the results of the education of our children. Doing that is going to pay dividends in, you know, the amount of qualified employees that we have in the area, as well as attracting the best talent to this, uh, to Rapid City. I think those are, you know, the, obviously the top two priorities that I have in my campaign. What areas do I have, what ideas do I have to improve the ability in achieving the five goals of the Rapid City Strategic Plan? Uh, reading by third grade, just need to continue to work with the students and the teachers to ensure this goal is being met, uh, making sure we have the proper data that uh, is used to analyze this goal. I think something else that we can look at is, you know, what can we do to help 
children prior to getting into the school district, such as in preschool, help them get this? What kind of resources can we give to the community members, um, you know, to the parents of children about to come into the school to help their children, you know, be as prepared as they can before they get into the school? I think there's a lot of data out there that shows that, you know, the more prep you do prior to coming in the school, the better success you're going to have. So we need to look at ideas like that um, and just get our community more involved. 21st century learning, obviously, you know, trying to keep up to date as we can with uh, with technology to prepare our students for when they get into the real world, they know what's out there, they know how to use the technology. Um, you know, with the distance learning now, this has obviously become a much bigger priority. We need to ensure that our teachers have the proper um, technology to be able to effectively uh, remote teach our students. I know it's a difficult process now. They just got, you know, basically had a week, if that, to prepare for this. Um, so we, need, again, need to look at our lessons learned from what we've done, how we did this, what's going forward, and look to, you know, in the most cost-effective way, stay on top or stay current with the, with the technology. College, career, and life readiness. I think that the Pathways is a great start to this, to start exposing um, our high school students to what options are available once they leave, uh, leave high school, you know, whether that's a four-year university, technical school, or going straight into the workforce. You know, there's different options for different people. Not everybody's going to go down the same road, and that's great, you know. I think one thing to focus on that is to help, you know, exposing people to different careers. Maybe find something they think they like, but maybe, you know, they get into it and they don't like it. That'd be great before you start, you know, pick a, a career to go into, say, accounting. You get into three years of college and you're like, I don't like this. You know, I'd, you'd want to know that as soon as possible. So, you know, just and, you know, seeing what it's really like out there in these businesses is great. Um, you know, reading about it in books isn't the best way to learn. So giving these kids real world hands on experience is uh, is going to be great. As far as teaching and leading, again, I'll go back to saying I want uh, Rapid City Area School District to become a preferred destination for teachers. Um, not, and that's you know not only pay, but development and no, showing them that you know we value their their services. Um, you know, educating our children should be one of the highest priorities of our community. So ensuring our teachers have the proper development opportunities uh, to continue and grow their career will just, you know, can pay dividends down the road uh, for our children's education. School and community partnerships. Uh, you know, looking at the bond voter turnout, it was very low. I think that highlights the issue that we need um, the community and the school to come together as one. You know, the school is a big part of this community, not only the parents and the children, but the entire community, the business community, all the residents. The better our school performs, um, you know, the better job um, employee employee pool will have coming out into the into the workforce which is going to be great for everybody um, so we need that strong connection between the entire community and the school just to help con continue to you know to improve our community and you know can continue to grow what would I do to what do I bring to the school board as far as experience and special skills? Um, my entire career has been based in finance. I've been a commercial lender, uh, worked in private equity, and now I'm a chief financial officer for 16 different subsidiaries. So my um, 
ability to analyze data, especially financial data, as well as experience in um, in construction financing, I think will help as we need to solve our uh, facility issues. Uh, also, you know, being able to analyze this data in real time as we're going to be getting a lot of data quickly on, you know, related to the coronavirus and how we act to will, will be an asset to the school. And I look forward to bringing that skill set. My name is Clay Colomb. I am running for Rapid City Area School District Board seat for Area 5. Thanks for listening to the Dakota Town Hall podcast, a political podcast focusing on Western South Dakota. Brought to you by the Home Slice Media Group and Elevate Rapid City.